A few land in my mouth, but I don't spit. I stay as still as I can, fighting to keep my heart from beating so loudly as my palms sweat. Finally, after what seems like forever, she turns around and heads up the stairs back to the house. Fine, have it your way then, she says. It's never my way, and I know better than to think so. That's why I stay still even after the screen door shuts. I barely breathe as the wind blows and the sunlight dims. I wait until the sky is almost gray before I peek up through the cracks in the stairs. If I had my way, I'd stay here forever, hiding under the stairs, but I'm hungry and tired. I can't see or hear her anymore, so I lean forward, poke my head out from under the stairs. The coast looks clear, so I put my hands down on the dirt and crawl out onto the grass. I get to my feet and brush the dirt and the rocks off my torn jeans. Then, taking a deep breath, I run around to the side of the house and hurry quickly up the fence line until I make it to the front yard. I've never liked where we live that much. Everyone's grass always looks yellow, and all the houses look like they need to be repainted. My mom says it's because we're poor, and this is all we can afford thanks to my dad leaving us, and that he doesn't care and that's why he never comes to see me. I'm not sure I believe her, since my mom's always telling lies. Like how she promises me time and time again that this will be the last time she makes me do things I don't want to do. I stand in the front yard for a while, figuring out where to go. I could climb through my sister's bedroom window and hide out there until she gets home. Then maybe she can help me. But she's been acting strange lately and gets annoyed whenever I talk to her. She's lucky because Mom never seems to notice her as much as she notices me. I don't know why. I do my best to blend in. I don't make messes, keeping the house clean and organized like she likes it. I keep quiet. I stay in my room a lot and organize my toys and categories just the way she likes them. Yet she's always calling for me. But Amy seems invisible to her. She's so lucky. I wish I were invisible. I decide to go for a walk down to the gas station at the corner, where I can get a candy bar or something because my stomach hurts from hunger. But as my feet touch the sidewalk, I hear the front door swing open. Luke, get in here right now, she says in a frenzy, snapping her fingers and pointing to the ground below her feet. I need you. I freeze wishing I were brave enough to take off running down the sidewalk. Just leave. Never come back. Sleep in a box, because a box seems so much nicer than my sterilized house. But I'm not brave, and I turn around and face her just like she wants me to. She's holding the door open, her hair pulled up messily on top of her head, and she's wearing this purple tank top and plaid shorts that she always wears. It's pretty much like a uniform for her except she doesn't have a job. Not a good one, anyway, where she has to wear a uniform. Instead, she sells her medicine to creepy men, who are always staring at her or Amy when she walks out of her bedroom. She crooks her finger at me. Get in here. An unsteady breath leaves my mouth as I trudge to the front door, a nauseating feeling rising in my stomach. It happens every time she needs me. I get sick to my stomach as the thoughts of what she's going to make me do creep inside my head.
When I reach the stairs, she moves back, not looking happy, but not looking sad either. She holds the door open for me, watching me with her brown eyes that remind me of the bag of marbles she made me throw away because they didn't look right. Once I'm inside, she closes the door and shoves the deadbolt over. She fastens the small chain and then clicks the lock on the doorknob before turning around. The curtains are shut, and there's a lit cigarette on a teal glass ashtray that's on the coffee table, filling the room with smoke. There's a sofa just behind the table, and it's covered in plastic. To keep the dirty air from ruining the fabric, my mother told me once. She always thinks the dirt in the air is going to do something to either the house or her, which is why she rarely goes outside anymore. Why'd you run off? She asks me as she walks over to the sofa and flops down on it. She picks up her...